mama, are you stuck, trapped, feeling like you just cannot find the answers no matter where you look? Mainstream advice is just not working anymore. You've searched everywhere and bought everything and you still feel like you and your kids are stuck in a grindy trap. Well, I am here to help you find solutions that integrate your kids into your life so it can feel flowy and easy and fun because I know that's available to all of us. Becoming a mama, it was supposed to be stressful, right? Like we're taught from prior to conception in our current times, the things you should be taking, the things you should be doing, the the list prior to conception, during conception, and after you have a baby, the list kind of never ends of all the things that you should do to get it right. The problem is with this thought process is that getting it right actually isn't really possible and the steps to getting it right all come from external thought processes and external beliefs. Um, The thoughts around like prenatal vitamins, you know, where did that originate from? Like who, where was the concept and how many thousands, if not millions of us have or will be taking them? And just because our doctor says so, is like the beginning of the prescription of motherhood, right? So you've been prescribed a process and you think if you follow it, everything will be perfect. And it's just not that simple, right? We we can't follow a list and anyone who, who's had a child would know this, is that the list isn't going to give you the answers, And actually, the more you keep adding to your list, the more stressful your life feels. Our scientific type of conditioning that exists at this current point is that the more we fill our lives, the better they're going to feel. But there is so many of us ready to disrupt this narrative and to change it, not only for ourselves, but for our children. Do you want your children to grow up feeling how you have felt now? I, I doubt it. And and most mums I come across wouldn't want that. So we are the ones who have to change this expectation of getting it right. And we need to start listening more to our own internal thought processes and our own internal beliefs and see where they actually take us. And see what actually happens from following those things rather than listening to those of others. Uh, You know, in my first pregnancy, I had, you know, I'll call it morning sickness because I don't think it it needs any other (laughs) labels. You know, I'm, I'm not super into labels, but I had that for the entire pregnancy. I learned to catch my vomit in my own hands. And I believed it was the right thing to do to take the prenatal vitamins, even though they were 
huge, you know, like the size, to me, they felt like they were like, I was swallowing 20 peas at a time. Right. And I would swallow, try and swallow these tablets every single morning. And like most days would vomit it back up into the sink. And then as it got towards the end, um, I got really skilled at kind of pushing it down my throat, almost dry without water. <laughs> I feel like as I say this now, it's almost horrifying to, to, to know that I did that to myself because when your body is physically repelling something, I, I just don't believe that it's necessary to push it in. Our bodies are made and designed and know exactly what to do in absolute perfection. And when we try and rebuke that, it is constantly going to be sending us messages. I did take prenatal vitamins with both of my first two children and I haven't taken them for my second, my third and fourth children because... I wasn't going to continue to do that to myself and I felt well and healthy. There's many, many other areas of the prenatal vitamins that we could go down in terms of folate and strengthening the midline um, and then tongue ties for babies and things like that. But this is not about that. This is about trying to start to recognise what your body and all your mind are trying to tell you um, and also sharing my own stories of experience, right? So it took me two babies to learn how to have any concept of listening to self, listening to my body, understanding my body. And I believe people could have four, five, six babies and still not have really unpacked those that knowing inside of of listening to self and I believe that's our only purpose on this earth right is to listen to self not not my thoughts but the self usually which is showing through the body right any symptoms you're going to have through your body and I'm not talking about pregnancy I'm talking about in everyday life any symptoms that you carry around with you every single day are sending you signals as to what your actions should be. If you feel like you're aging fast and you can see the aging, then that's obviously going to have to do with the volume of stress induced in your life. So everything is sending you a signal. Your thoughts are really just like repetitive stuff that you've sat on. You know, I call your thoughts your inheritance. (laughs) And they're what you've inherited over your life about what you think about yourself. But you have the capacity at any point to create the polar opposite of that thought. Any point of your life. Um, And... Much of the time I find those thoughts are way harder to gain control over when once we have become mothers. We become pretty much consumed by our thoughts and getting it right or wrong. And then we go into our 
lists or our scientific ways and try and use them as a default process to feel safe. And it feels effective because you're following the science, right? There's stats, there's people, there's things that tell you, yes, 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 you're on the right track. But you might not necessarily feel like you're on the right track and you might actually feel like you're going on the wrong track. So the more you fill things with, the less good you actually feel. Um, The ways that we can get by to reduce the list and, and the things that I normally sort of prescribe to people first is to find more gaps in your life and stop filling them up. So do you have enough time to lay on the couch and read your toddler a book? Do you have enough time to spend ages sitting and eating breakfast with your family? And if you don't, how can you create those things? Where are you filling your life up with stuff or lists or things that you need to do that aren't really required? You know, are you spending 30 minutes on your phone in bed every morning and then having to rush to get everyone out the door? Are you procrastinating on going to the gym in the evening and so you go an hour later than what you expected? Are you trying to buy new lunch boxes while you eat your meals on your phone while your kids are sitting there and you're not being truly present? I think most of our lack of presence is actually coming from trying to purchase the right things or make the right foods or choose the right activities for our kids when really all they're truly, truly, truly desiring is us. So my saying that I love to say is the grace is in the gaps and when you are a mother You can feel every single gap. Even the time for me to record this now, I could find 20 other things to do. Like my floors have not been vacuumed for ages. I did half of them last night and now I'm starting to feel like, oh my God, you did half. The rest of the dirt's going to be walked into that clean half. Like you've wasted your time. I could be folding the four baskets of washing that I have or I could be cleaning out my wardrobe that somehow has just started to accumulate into something that's slightly out of control and I have to get the baby up in four four minutes otherwise he won't go to sleep tonight. You know, it's it's never ending. You can fill your entire life until it sort of feels like you're walking around with this washing basket that's overflowing with washing and as you walk the underwear is falling to the ground right that's exactly how it feels all the time all day every day and we can't make sense of it so you have doing one of my courses such as unbalanced, would probably be the best starting point because it can help you clearly see where things are getting way too crazy. But we just really want to start the process with making more gaps. Where are you filling your life 
with shit that you don't actually need. Sometimes, and a lot of the time, that's either having way too much stuff and also buying way too much stuff. And when you reduce both of those things, like if you could look at how you could reduce either of those things by like 50%, you'd find a hell of a lot more space in your life. So that's a starting point for us. And if you wanted to unpack that more, there's so much more available um, in my courses or working with me one-on-one. And that's it for me for now, because now I have to go get the baby up from his nap. Sending you lots of love and lots of slow.